If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome to Fearful, the podcast that takes you on a thrilling journey through the world of mysteries, paranormal phenomena, and all things terrifying. We will explore eerie tales of haunted places, unsolved crime, inexplicable events, and supernatural encounters. So embrace the fear and unravel the mysteries that lie beyond. My name is Jacko. And this is Fearful. In the obscure realm of ancient Egyptian lore lies a chilling legend known as the Curse of the Pharaohs. Whispered to haunt those who dare disturb the slumber of these ancient kings, particularly those meddling with their mummified remains. This eerie curse, impartial to the intentions of trespassers, is said to unleash a torrent of misfortune, sickness, or even death upon those who awaken the wrath of the entombed rulers. The most famous instant of a curse lays upon one of the tombs of the world's most famous kings. I speak, of course, of none other than King Tutankhamun. Embedded within the hollowed walls of King Tutankhamun's tomb, lay not just gold and treasures of ancient Egypt, but also a chilling warning etched into history known as the Curse of the Pharaohs. This warning, though not uttered in direct speech, manifested through cryptic inscriptions adorning the tomb's sacred confines, invoking dire consequences upon those who dare to desecrate the slumber of the pharaoh. 
Debates among scholars and excavators alike have long swirled regarding the veracity of this curse. One particular ominous inscription translated from King Tut's tomb's hieroglyphs ominously foretold, quote, Death will come on swift wings to him who disturbs the peace of the king. Such words, steeped in mystique of antiquity, serve as a haunting prelude to the enduring power of belief in the mysteries that may wait inside a long-forgotten tomb. Excitingly scrawled across the weathered pages of his pocket diary, British archaeologist Howard Carter penned the words, quote, First Steps of Tomb Found on November 4th of 1922. With bated breath, he and his team ventured deeper into the timeless mysteries of the Valley of the Kings on the western banks of the mighty Nile. What awaited them the following day was a revelation, a tantalizing entrance shrouded in the sands. Swiftly, Carter dispatched a telegram to his patron, Lord Carnarvon, whose reluctant sponsorship had fueled the final season of exploration. Quote, At last have made wonderful discovery in Valley, a magnificent tomb with seals intact. A seal intact. This meant over thousands of years the tomb laid untouched by human hands. Unlike the plundered resting places of many of his predecessors, Tutankhamun's tomb lay hidden beneath layers of debris, safeguarding its treasures from the hands of ancient thieves. It emerged as the first known royal burial from ancient Egypt to remain largely untouched by the ravages of time. As Howard Carter, accompanied by his aristocratic benefactor, embarked on a monumental task of unearthing the secrets within, they encountered a treasure trove beyond imagination. Over 5,000 precious artifacts, delicately preserved yet on the brink of fragility, awaited their careful extraction from the depths of history. The enigmatic aura surrounding the discovery of Tutankhamun's tomb only intensified with eerie incidents that seemed to echo a bygone era. There are tales that were told about how Carter's messenger encountered a, quote, faint, almost human cry while departing from the chambers on an errand. Later, he then found a cobra, the symbol of Egyptian royalty perched ominously inside the cage of his pet canary, with its lifeless body still within its jaws. This encounter fueled local rumors surrounding the curses unleashed by the violation of the king's sacred resting place. And this was a clear sign to many of the truth. Then, 
It almost got too real when tragedy struck four months and seven days later on April 5th of 1923 when the sudden demise of Lord Carnarvon, the financer of the expedition, his life claimed by a seemingly innocuous mosquito bite. He had cut the bite open while shaving and an infection took over, ultimately taking his life as well. As rumors swirled of curses and dire retribution, sensationalized accounts gripped the public's imagination. Even the powerful and infamous Benito Mussolini, swayed by the whispers of ancient curses, ordered the immediate removal of an Egyptian mummy from his own abode. In total, there would be nine individuals who were involved in the removal of King Tutankhamun's tomb and lost their lives in a string of deaths that many still attribute to the Pharaoh's curse to this very day. Lord Carnarvon was the first to succumb to the supposed curse. Legend even speaks of lights extinguishing across his home, or as some versions claim, throughout Cairo upon his death. Sir Brucingham was next to feel the wrath of the curse. He was the recipient of a macabre gift from Howard Carter himself, a mummified hand wearing a bracelet, and it was supposedly inscribed with the phrase, quote, Cursed be he who moves my body. Though Ingham did not die like the remaining names on my list, his house met a fiery end shortly after he received the cursed mummified hand as a present. Attempts to rebuild his home also failed as they were thwarted by a devastating flood. George J. Gould was next. He fell ill shortly after visiting the tomb and succumbed to a fever and pneumonia on the 16th of May in 1923. Then Aubrey Herbert, who was linked to Carnarvon through blood. Her life, after King Tut was exhumed, was plagued by misfortune, culminating in blindness and a fatal bout of sepsis following extensive dental surgery. Hugh Evelyn White, a British archaeologist, having participated in the tomb's excavation, Evelyn White met a tragic end as 1924 unfolded he himself amidst a grim procession of deaths that befell nearly two dozen of his fellow explorers. Gripped by despair, Evelyn White chose to end his own life, leaving behind a haunting message, purportedly written in his own blood, that said, quote, I have succumbed to a curse which forces me to disappear. Aaron Ambers, a friend of many present at the tomb's opening. Ambers' demise came amidst flames that consumed his home, tragically claiming the lives of his family and made in 1926. Richard Bethel, 
Found dead under suspicious circumstances in 1929, Bethel's untimely demise sparked speculation, with some suggesting occult involvement. His connection to the tomb was he was housing many of the priceless artifacts belonging to King Tut. Sir Archibald Douglas Reed, a radiologist tasked with X-raying King Tutankhamun's remains before their transfer to museum authorities. He faced a swift and mysterious death. Following the examination, he fell ill within a day, succumbing to death and me three days later. James Henry Breasted Witness to eerie events such as one with the cobra devouring his pet canary. Though his demise came years later, in 1935, his death did occur immediately after a trip to Egypt. Howard Carter In a surprise twist, the man who unearthed the tomb himself remained untouched by the curse living out his days without mystery, illness, or calamity. These tales, whether steeped in superstition or coincidence, weave a haunting narrative of the price paid for delving into the mysteries of an ancient king and ancient Egypt. There are also other deaths that could be added to this list as well, but many of the names become stretches of the imagination for many to consider. Scientific inquiries have delved into potential explanation for the names and their untimely demise, trying to find if the curse was truly what happened to them. Among these investigations, some potential answers have come to light. One theory is toxic spores emitted by fungus. Asperlingus flavus, known for its presence in ancient tombs. This fungus has been linked to fatalities following a tomb opening in Poland in 1973 and has sparked speculation regarding its role in the demise of figures such as Lord Carnarvon, George J. Gould, and Arthur Mace. However, the extent of its involvement in these deaths remains contentious, with some disputing its connection, particularly in the case of Lord Carnarvon. Skeptics argue that the tragic events surrounding the expedition may simply be coincidental or attributed to inherent dangers of early archaeological pursuits especially when one considers the time span of the deaths taking up over years. Yet, despite scientific scrutiny and skepticism, we are left without any answers, and the allure of the Pharaoh's curse endures, fueled by the haunting warnings etched in stone and the fate of those who dare disturb the slumber of an ancient king.